Welcome to Powerful Journeys Outdoors in Nature, where we come together as a tribe and sit around the fire and share stories, powerful stories that happened for us and to us. And the, the integration we take from those journeys, the excitement we felt, the fear we felt and the wisdom that we come away with that we want to share with our other tribe members and to be seen in that story and to be heard and to feel connected because, you know, we're all in this together. So enjoy the story from one of the people who have powerfully journeyed outdoors in nature. Hello there. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm super excited to have Lorinda. Uh, we're lucky enough to be sitting on her balcony as it's just started raining um, on southern Queensland and the northern New South Wales, which we've all been doing a little rain dance for. So you may hear that in the background. But um, I'm so excited to ha- have Lorinda. Hey, Lorinda. Hey, Tegan. <laughs> <laughs> She's a little bit nervous like most people are. Um, I'm just going to get straight into it. I would love to for you to introduce yourself. So I'd love for you to introduce your body and your soul. And the things I would love to know about your body is that what age you are and what stage of life you feel like you're at. Cool. Thanks, Tegan. Thanks for um, inviting me to do this podcast. Of it's course. exciting. Um, so I'm 44 years old and stage of life I feel... Um, that we don't get enough life, but I'm at a stage of life where I've learned a bit about myself, so I'm really excited and also to be integrating that into today's world with all the changes. So, um, What's like the last thing you feel like you've integrated? Right. Uh, I suppose just being able to observe more. I'm in, a, I'm in an uh. observational stage. Yeah, I'm observing, 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 observing with like more open eyes. So that's really exciting. Yeah. Okay. And what do you feel like um, you've observed last? What's something that was just like, holy moly's? Um, I think I try to observe things, even though it's hard, you know, because like when you observe um, like people or situations, um, it's really easy to add your personal judgment and totally. bias to your that. perspective yeah so I think just trying to be aware of kind of obs- observing things without going straight to some type of attachment to mm. uh, a particular belief system that I have so that's that's an ongoing yeah ongoing journey yeah it's like trying to take those lenses off hey and just be like I know I'm perceiving this a certain yeah. way because of my conditioning usually right. like if I was to take that away what is actually happening if I put down my attachment to mm. what I think that that belief like means mm. Yeah, that's that's a big thing though. Do yeah, you enjoy massive. that? Do you enjoy just watching and gathering yeah. information? Um, yeah, because I think it makes life exciting. Yeah, you know, and I'm continuously interested. Like I'm never mm. bored with life. Mm. I just find it fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Um, can I just say you look really great for 44 too? Thanks. Like <laughs> oh hot damn. Um, and then I would love. <laughs> I would love for you to introduce your soul. So what kind of lights you up and gets you excited? Um, at the moment, anyway. At the moment, this rain actually is yeah. really exciting. And I just think that's so 
bizarre. Um, Why? Because, Why do you get excited? Well, because it hasn't rained for a really long time and we've been dealing with some uh, fires across Australia. Yeah. And also, particularly even in the Gold Coast, um, yesterday I saw a rainbow, but it was stuck mm. in the in the haze huh. uh, from the smoke that we've had here for weeks wow. now. And when I get a, see a blue sky, even I get excited. I saw a tiny bit of blue sky yesterday after some really ridiculous, scary winds the night before that actually kept me awake because it was wow. just like <clears throat> and it almost um, sounded like fire. So I think there's a lot of trauma. Hmm. in the air at the moment and so with this rain there seems to be a bit of reprieve and a sense of like oh, maybe it'll be okay because um, yeah a lot of people and even personal friends have been quite mm. affected mm-hmm. uh, by these fires um, and it's yeah it's really hectic times at the moment in mm. Australia definitely feel it here on the Gold Coast even though mm. it's not direct to me personally but indirect mm. so it almost sounds like the way you like to watch other people and you're saying like gathering information it's like you almost gathered information off of nature like to watch what the rain it's like oh thank goodness when we've been so starved of rain and then feels different yeah and then to see that collide with that haze of the smoke like to see a rainbow intercept Mm. like a smoke haze is like counterintuitive right because one's from water and one's from fire and they're different elements so okay yeah so just seeing that you sound like just a, a great student like of life like just in awe that's right i don't think we ever stop learning no i don't think so yeah. yeah. Um, cool. So and what I would love to do and why well, you've been brought here is to I would love to hear and we were talking a little bit beforehand, like you have so many stories, but I would love for you just to pick one that feels the most alive of what's a what's one of the most powerful journeys you've had outdoors in nature. Oh boy. Um look, I have worked in outdoor education for about sixteen years. Hmm. Um just never really leaving it yeah even today even yesterday uh i was doing um some team building with a corporate group yeah uh, but in the outdoors and observing the way they were interacting uh with the outdoors um and what kind of outdoors well uh we like were... set the scene what does it right what, what kind um, of environment so we were at a place um in uh, Mount Tambourine and there it's it's a public campground okay but then they also have activities so it's it's really attractive for families yeah um there's a creek is that um, Thunderbird yes yeah yeah, okay, yeah. drop that yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah um so yeah uh so yeah I was working with a group um there yesterday and um yeah I just I just observe some really uncomfortability with wanting to interact uh, with nature Um, you know for example like going down into the creek which was pretty dry it was Mm. like a a tiny bit of water here and there where normally it's it's flowing Um, you know and just be sitting on the rocks to have a chat Mm. and there was like a mention of like oh we don't want to go down there there might be snakes or Mm. you know just different critters and there was this immediate sense of go to fear mm. um about that and, and that's something that I do observe with different groups you know like for example working you know so many times even working with young people in school groups you know they get off the bus and we immediately you know get them outside and, and we like to circle them up so you can have a chat do the introductions and I get everyone sitting down on the ground and so often um so many of the students struggle 
with putting their bum on the ground mm. um, you know and, and, and it's a nice spot to sit with might be some kangaroo poo that's quite common in Australia but usually it's pretty dry it's not wet or anything so mm. you know it takes some, it, out of the it way. takes them a little <laughs> bit of time to actually even sit mm. on the ground and I just find that fascinating you know and I think that's another thing I really enjoy working with people in the outdoors particularly on longer programs uh, where perhaps they don't have the opportunity to have a shower yeah not, you know do birdie baths or something like that but you know I feel like the dirtier people get the more authentic they become you know like, it's like the dirtier they get the cleaner their soul becomes you know yeah or I suppose you know as far as being able to uh, let down the guard uh, mm. be vulnerable mm. um, and um, that's when the real um, connection mm. I think comes yeah. and, and I find that nature really is able to facilitate that with people yeah. um, like no other space yeah. when you're indoors there's heaps of distraction of you know um, unnatural lighting mm. uh, unnatural air whereas in nature it's just the vibration is different yeah and so I think also people's stress levels come down as well yeah. too you know so a lot of the fear factors mm. you know uh, as you air in nature longer and longer and longer um, come come down yeah um, so I think just relating with people in the outdoors yeah is 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 precious yeah so with the group that you had yesterday what was their intention of being there like when you were facilitating activities what was the was was there an intention of the group uh there was uh to build um trust trust and to bond with each other okay um so really yesterday was about uh, providing different activities and challenges for them to work as a team to communicate um to listen yeah. Um, and um, problem solve or uh, build trust with each other or uh, to learn something new mm. about someone. Um, and, I, and it seems that as simple as, you know, providing like a really silly challenge for them or something simple, um, it just seems to fast track people's ability to learn from each other. Um, one thing I really love telling groups is... Um, the quote from Plato, the philosopher, yeah. he says um, that you can learn more about a person in an hour of play <laughs> than you can in a whole day's worth of conversation. So we can talk, 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 but how you really interact uh, yeah. with each other is, um, yeah, true information, I feel. It's, okay. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. So you're there facilitating this, like these activities that are outdoors and that you're trying to build trust. So you're kind of noting that in your facilitation skills like being that trust and getting to know each other and then like how you said even when they'd get into the creek they're like they the fear arose in them so you know and they used nature as an excuse for that fear of like oh there might be a snake or oh, I might slip or what that like what did that what was powerful about that like why why did that register so much to you I think what I've heard and you know this word of anxiety is used a lot a lot more now than I've ever noticed mm. um, and, I, and I think it's just that fear of the unknown or it's not a controlled environment nature is never a controlled environment where the indoors you can control the environment like I said earlier with the air mm. with the light with the sound with the space itself mm -hmm. and, how, and how you move things around whereas in nature there's there, there's a sense of unknownness yeah. there so being comfortable with not having control over your environment mm. and just being able to adapt to that environment and to um, observe 
that environment as well too and kind of go right I'm not the master over that yeah. you know perhaps I can just kind of work with it um, I think there's a there's, there's a sense of wisdom mm-hmm. in that um, and there's a sense um, of that we can build more comfortability yeah uh, with 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 your environment and then I, I really do believe that transfers over and you know to, to feeling comfortable with someone else because that's another unknown uncontrolled territory mm. you can't control someone else you know as intimate as you might be in a relationship with family or uh, a romantic relationship you can't control that person mm. you know so when we can learn and let go mm. that we can't control that you know just kind of roll with it mm. and, you know and but still but still you know set our boundaries set our you know what our needs are you know don't be afraid to be heard and listened to as far as you know kind of going right this is what I actually need to be healthy and happy Uh, but then the expectation of a resolution you know Mm. do do you you know are you you, you can't really have one because you don't really know. And if they go along and they have a resolution to meet your needs, then fantastic, that's yeah. great. They probably really care for you and they're able to do that <laughs> in that stage of life that they're in. But yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't really understand where the anxiety and this need for control comes from. It just seems to be getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And and this fear of 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 our natural environment, I really think, is an integral part. Of, of that as well too and for me that's become real scary because if we fear our natural environment how are we going to protect that and look after that mm. if it's something that we actually fear yeah totally it's just really it's really an interesting yeah it's very confronting time. and yeah I have two questions one that I'll get to in a little bit but how did um when you saw them like in in nature and that fear come up and you saw this and you acknowledged that it was like oh it's like them wanting to control it and them feeling uneasy like what do you think that they missed out on in that opportunity like what resistance did that cause within them actually building trust as a group as you know instead of them being out there and being like oh I love being out here and this is so nice and bonding easy with each other like Mm it's almost like a wall goes up, right? Like, yeah. oh, there could be a snake there. Oh, it could be this, it could be that. Yeah. What, yeah, what were the knock-on effects that you saw as a facilitator of the group? Does that make sense? Yeah, look, I think I think that's a tricky one because immediately you kind of go, judgment, this is better, this is worse, yeah, um, sure. kind of thing. So, look, I, I, guess, I guess ultimately, you know, if, if you're just speaking simply about the nature of a group of people being together, I think of the word synergy. And, you know, how nice it is when you have nice flow and synergy and that sense of belonging Mm. in that group. You know, so I guess you could cross that over to nature. If you have a sense of belonging in nature, Mm. you know, perhaps you can almost feel like you're held in that space, you know. Or if you have a sense of belonging in a group of people, you feel like you're almost held. So what does that bring? That brings safety Mm. and that feeling of comfort. You know, then you can be free to really be yourself Mm. without that fear of being judged. You know, then you feel free to really relax without having to feel like you you need to do, 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 consume, consume, get, 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 go, go, go. Um, So I think just that that sense of being. It is almost crazy that idea that we're afraid of nature, yet nature literally provides us with the air that we breathe. It gives us water that we need to live and it provides us food. Like we're so afraid of the thing that literally gives us life. Like Mm, mm, to think mm, that we have mm. such a funny relationship with that. I mean, it makes sense that we have a funny relationship with each other, right? Because the thing that literally supports us, like you said, and we belong as a part of it, if we are alienated from that and we fear it, Oh, it just doesn't make a great ingredient for an amazing cake, does it? Like, and I guess the second question, uh, I loved when you were explaining about 
how when you saw their need for control of a situation and how they seemed like hesitant and how that it almost sounded like it triggered something in you I guess I would love to know and this is a bit nosy but like where in your life do you see yourself doing what you saw that group doing with nature like where do you find yourself not willing to surrender and know that you're already connected and that you're already safe and held Look, I think it's a real need. Um, another job that I've been, um, uh, I guess, oh, I don't want to say job. It's not really a job. I, I really don't like looking at life of jobs and work. To oh, be something honest. you're creating? Yeah. Well, look, you know, there's 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 another, I guess, initiative that I'm a part of, uh, where it's 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 basically where families come and meet in parks. Um, so it's geared towards children 5 to 12 years old but because they're so young and there's such a large number of them the parents have to come along so they're there by default mm -hmm. and so we facilitate um, nature play activities and well you can say what it is because this is the Journey Outdoors and Nature That's podcast right. yeah, so it's, it's well, actually okay. yeah <laughs> so this is the uh, the events that actually join runs for kids and we yes. call them the wild kids things that yeah. often run for city councils That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So we have partnerships with city councils and other organizations and um, so I've, I've been running these programs um, up north Brisbane, Gold Coast, Ipswich and the common thread is um, how difficult it is and how challenging or scary I suppose it is for families to interact with each other mm. you know sometimes I, you know immediately I'm like all right find someone you don't know and you know and do a little fun game with them just to try and get them to mingle and meet other people in the community because in my mind I'm thinking you guys are from the same community what an amazing opportunity to meet each other yeah um, in a different environment um, and I just find that there's again so much anxiety and so much fear around talking to someone new mm. and, and I understand not everyone's a natural ex extrovert you know there's definitely some introverts and mm. I acknowledge that and I think both are equally as beautiful mm. and, and, and have you know so much quality to it however I do find it strange how um, difficult it is for people because because and, and this so I'm just I'm just kind of building on the passion of more and more and more of kind of going right like how can we start interacting with each other in the community on a um, on a deeper level in the sense where we don't feel so uncomfortable to look each other in the eyes? Mm. You know, it's kind of like, oh, I see you. Mm. You know, and I feel that through that, my hope, my dream is that the more comfortable we become with people in our community, the more that we'll be able to work together to face the challenges that mm. we have today. Um, uh, everything is changing. Mm. Everything is changing so rapidly. So I just wonder, you know, about the power of uh, being able to get community members to communicate more and connect more, and therefore, are then would that um, enable them to direct the changes in their community rather than, say, for example, in the Gold Coast, we struggle with a lot of the direction of the community comes from developers mm. who maybe come from overseas or really don't seem to have the community in mind when they're developing uh, buildings and housing and roads and all these things. I, I really just question if, if, if it's about us, you know, coming out of our houses to connect with each other or is it about us coming out of our houses to buy things and go, go back home? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I think, I think for me that's, 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 that's where this luscious feeling of yeah, having a sense of belonging. Yeah. Like, this is my town. I belong. I contribute yeah. to it. 
I yeah. contribute to this town because I belong here. Mm. I'm doing things for the for the good of the community. Um, yeah, that for me, I think, starts with relationships. Yeah. Yeah, I love that answer. I would love to, however, probe a little bit more <laughs> of, like, what part of your life do you feel like you're afraid to look in the eye? Like, at the moment, almost, like, I'm hearing symbolically, like, you know, it's like, there's so much goodness, guys, mm. you're letting fear get in the way of, like, this authentic connection, mm. and it's like, what... I mean, I guess I believe if you see it externally, it's mirroring something internally. That's mm. just my belief. Sure. But, like, what is something... And then I heard at the end this piece of, like, you know, wanting to belong and contribute. Like, mm. where in your life do you want to invite that? Where in your life do you see this fear? And, I mean, I'm inviting you to do this in a very public arena, so it's, like, mm. you know, it's very confronting. So, but is there anything in your life that, you know, you've been putting off or you've been making the bad guy that you actually really want to incorporate into your life? Yeah. Um, I also do a lot of work in the community uh, that revolve around arts and culture. Yeah. Um, I think it's a really, just like nature is a fantastic medium for a connection, I think uh, arts and culture is a fantastic medium for a connection too. So um, for a while now with previous projects, I've always put other people's projects in front. Mm. Um, and I think... Um, so you, you have a project that you'd well, like to... No, I think for me, I just am realizing more and more, you know, you're asking about the stage of life earlier, and I think the older that we get, you know, the more natural it is to really contribute. Yeah. Um, so I think sometimes I hold back a bit of really ultimately... Why? Um, well, I think there's a real large epidemic of self-doubt. Yeah. I feel like I have that disease. <laughs> oh, I, I feel like everybody does. I feel like exactly. it's like what we're brought up on. So, yeah, but why? You know, like I really mm. wonder. And, and I think that just that also filters in with that sense of belonging, being, becoming. So you um, doubt that you belong? Well, do you know, that's a funny twist because I traveled when I was in my 20s for six years. A lot of that was um, sleeping outside um, in really simple situations um, and living simply. I still live mm. quite simply, to be honest. I could pack everything mm-hmm. in a car and go if I really mm-hmm. wanted to. Um, but, um, yeah, I think through that six years of travel, I was always looking for a home. Yep. My family were originally from the U.S., and my mother and my sister moved to New Zealand um, just a couple of days after I graduated high school, you know, so, um, and then growing up in the U.S. too, like, yes, I'm from that culture, and that's me and stuff, but, you know, really, what is that culture? Mm. You know, it's really hard to feel a sense of belonging there, and the patriotic, you know, to being patriotic as an mm. American Let's all have guns and it's you versus me. What does that actually mean? So, you know, I didn't really grow up with traditional dances. I didn't grow up with so much traditional food and Mm. music. You know, all of this was created, Mm. you know, in the present tense. You know, it it hasn't been like the ancient bloodlines Mm. of indigenous, you know. So I feel like on a core level, being Caucasian, mixed European Mm. you know I'm like what is my indigenous roots Mm -hmm. and sometimes I almost feel jealous in a way of um, people who have that bloodline in Mm. this present moment you know and 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 they have that connection so I think also you know my connection to nature is Mm. finding that connection to place as well too and that connection to the past you know, so is that then the place you feel like you belong the most? Like when you're in nature? You, is there just this sense of ease of being held there? 
yeah, by default, it's maybe it's not even conscious to be yeah. honest. I think I think it's an unconscious your thing. system, like you were saying, yes. like you become less stressed. Absolutely. It's like your system reacts and inspired. Yeah, you know, I feel more open. My chest opens up. Mm. You know, my heart opens up. Um, you know, if I'm in a more adventurous situation, my adrenals might open up. Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. Ultimately, it's 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 this it's this like you know I've I. I'm focusing on my breath. I'm focusing yeah. on the connection of my feet. I'm focusing I'm on, present. you know, the wind that, that's mm. going, you know, past my arm. I can feel that. There's there's a moment of like being in that present mm-hmm. moment. Um, I, yeah. yeah, I love what you were saying there as well because I very much feel like that. I mean, I grew up in Australia, but the thing that comes to mind is being like a cultural orphan sometimes. Mm. And it is this like this is where I was born in Australia, but then I'm told my ancestry is from more like the UK. And it's Mm. like, but I don't live there and I've only ever visited there Mm. and I'm not very connected yet. This is where I feel like my home is. This is the land that supports me. Mm. This is, you know, my mother earth. This is my father Mm. sky. Like, Mm. yeah, that idea of kind of home and Mm. and how do we trace that back in that kind of, um, that diversity of like, Home is wherever the heart is, and home is wherever you are and now. For me, and it's feeling more global. Yeah, you know, we're all connected. The in the we, same world, yeah, right? And the things we wear come from people on a different part of the so land. So true. We're the so connected. We eat potentially, could come from, you know. So everything we inter- we're interacting with mm. is is part of other people's lives. Yeah. And I think for mm. me, there's 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 a real depletion of acknowledgement of that. Yeah, sure. You know, and I think I think that's also what breeds the separation. Yeah. You know, it's it. Yeah, I mean, I guess my, my overall provocation for life is like, you know, yeah, how, how, how do you come home? Yeah. Like, where is it? You know, where, do, where, where's, where is that sense of, of comfort and, yeah. you know, and that, that being held? Yeah. So you can just kind of breathe from yeah. your whole body. Yeah. You know, your body is just like, oh. <laughs> Thank you know, goodness. Like, we're... Yeah. And I'm hearing that I think that we're human beings and human doings. Like, I, I feel like, you know, we get inspired when we're in a state of stillness and that creates thoughts and then we can create words and then we create actions and then we can go back to being again and then doing, like, there's this beautiful dance. And I'm always hearing from you this kind of, like, search back to home and back to self involves, like, a creative project. Like, that's what you find yourself blocking yourself or making other things a priority Mm. yet it's something that you kind of still find yourself being Mm. magnetized Mm. towards i mean definitely from what i've known you like the way you light up when you like that thing what like brings your soul alive Mm. when you talk about like art and creative kind Mm. of events specifically Mm. 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 like i guess is there one that you is there one on the forefront of your mind that you wish would happen like is there something that you haven't even admitted to yourself uh, look, uh, in the Gold Coast, there's a really big movement for people who are um, acknowledging the climate crisis we have. Mm. Uh, there's a number of groups, there's a number of artists, there's a number of academics, scientists. So what is your dream for that? Because I hear that climate oh, I just, crisis I, I, is I a... Really, for me, just living present in the Gold Coast, it really is a dream of kind of getting people who are smart, um, intelligent, uh, creative, mm. uh, progressive, uh, realistic uh, thinkers, doers, um, together mm-hmm. and to start really pulsating. Um, but when you get them together, what do you want them to do? Like, what is the Lorinda way of networking them together? Like, I think, well, I think, I think the more, cause you know, there's been more and more events happening, um, lately. And I think the more that we're seeing each other, we're starting to create relationships, uh, with each other. We're starting to get to know each other. So, you know, it's just this, Again, the sense of belonging, mm. um, as well as a sense of, um, of purpose and a belief 
that things can be different you know mm. like sometimes I think like the way that we view society and the economy we live in that's one idea mm. and I question with all the mental health I mean mm. the statistics that I know about I feel like I should fact check this but <laughs> 1990s I remember reading an article in a newspaper and definitely we use it with the US I think they're referring to Australia as well that over 60% this is in the 90s yeah. over 60% of people were taking antidepressants mm. and I don't see that improving at this moment because I think a lot of people are really struggling with mm. that disconnect you know I was hearing on the ABC that, that there was some guy who was kind of advocating to have a minister of loneliness in Australia there's already one of those in the UK a minister of loneliness you know, so that there's a need for this. There's a, you know, like, it's just, it's just really interesting to kind of justify and fight for the system that we have. That's what I don't understand. Mm. Why are we fighting for a system that's broken? Mm. Instead of kind of going, all right, well, what do we actually need? The basics, Maslow's foundation, mm. and then can we build from there? Mm -hmm. Again, you know, in and, and, and a way that really works for people. So when I walk down the roads, I get smiles. Mm. You know, it's not such a like, oh my God, that person actually smiled and looked me in the eyes. I really noticed that yeah. rather than, you know, you walk by someone and it's so like, this is an uncomfortable, awkward moment mm. of walking by where people are trying hard not to look at each other because they don't <laughs> want to invade your space yeah. or perhaps their space doesn't want to be invaded. Yeah. By. And I get that. I'm like that too. You know, sometimes I'm like, I'm just in my own head. Yeah. I just want to go for a walk. But majority of times, I feel like I just want to be a Fijian and be like, Bula, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, Acknowledge yeah. everybody from across the roads, yeah. you know? Like, I just find, I just wonder what a community would be like if it was just like, yes, I'm participating in my community, yes. I'm looking at people, yes. I'm talking to people here, yes. I care, you know, about what's happening around me to a point where I know how I can activate mm. that. And do I you can, feel like I, you're living this, those things? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I really do. And do you feel like you get a sense of belonging from that? Yes, I do, yeah. Okay. Yeah, more and more and more. Where do you more. feel that in your body? Uh, my first is the chest, I suppose. Is you know, having, having like an open chest. I find that's another thing because I also do, I'm a massage therapist, you know, and so I touch lots of bodies and I yeah. find that fascinating too to read what's happening and I find there's a couple of common positions postures yeah. and you know one of them is the rolled shoulders yeah you know Roll they're, they're in. inwards yeah. you know and really like you know I've been told and I really feel this is true you know that, that that's a sense of defense mm. it's almost like you know it's easier to cross your arms in front of your body mm. it's pulling your heart away you know, like I can't I can't handle anymore I need to protect myself yeah. now. this is too intense whereas when your shoulders are rolled back and your arms are open it's like wow okay I want to receive mm. <gasps> give it to me you know like I'm living it's, do you notice people life. change their body posture like in nature even when you facilitate during the day and that kind of experience do you notice their body to be different in the morning to the afternoon I've noticed the energy to be different. Yeah, okay. Yeah. What does that mean to you? Uh, I've well, noticed the energy. the energy goes from close to open. What does that mean? Like, What does that mean? It means I think there's more vibrancy in their body. And what does that look like or feel like? Um, well, I suppose that is posture then. Yeah, perhaps standing up taller. Is it? Okay. And I, think, I think just taking a more present stance. What, what does that mean? Like being in the moment. How does that look? <laughs> no, I'm just All like... Right, this is you, difficult. Okay. No, because uh, like, there must be like a, like a tangible difference. Like, I mean, and it, it can just be like, I just notice their feeling, whether it's like a warmer or they allow me to stand closer to them or they look me in the eye more or like what is... Just sometimes I think mm -hmm. we use this idea of like, yeah. nature's good for you and your energy nice. will be nicer. Like yeah. what does it... So like imagining that person at the end it's of the day... Just more approachable. 
Okay. Yeah. So you feel okay to get closer to them and you feel a lot calmer to ask them questions or to make eye contact. Just... Yes. Okay. Yes. Compared to being inside, there's a lot of angles and huh. barriers and boundaries and... Um, but even when you say that, like, even if they're at the beginning of the day like that, how, what does that look like? Like, what does, because essentially it's still the same body, right? And you're probably yeah. standing the same amount of distance apart. Like, what, what does it feel like when someone has a wall up? Like, what does that look like? Yeah, for me, I just kind of keep going. It's the energy. It's the energy. It's the feeling of that person. And so when you say energy, it's literally like, how is my energy reacting with your energy? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, there's like, you know, you can kind of almost feel this like invisible you're drawn toward, barrier. pushed away. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, whereas I think, yeah, there's definitely more openness and more a sense of kind of like, yeah, you, you can come in now. Yeah. You know, like the door is, is yeah. open. Oh, I love that, and I'm so a believer of that. I think that some people are just kind of like, energy is bullshit, or like, you know, that idea is kind of like, I love how you say woo-woo sometimes, yeah. but like, what is that tangible? But, it is but, that... but so much of that is, you know, body language, out of 100%, yeah. you know, what is it like? You know, it's like that, 80% or something, you know, the information we've seen. It's, it's 58%. 58%, 58%, so much. 58% um, is body language that we read, but again um how conscious are we of that body language mm. you know like i really think so much of it is unconscious like we're continuously reading each other oh subconsciously um, you constantly. know but, but that but that is energy and motion isn't yeah, it like I that's that's so. the manifestation of the energy like sometimes i think people are even aren't even conscious oh, totally. of, of their of their body you know and to go back into massage too the other thing that i find really common and that i question people about it is like when i'm lifting up a limb say say for example a leg or a neck or an arm even, you know, like I'm just lifting it up to maneuver it, to put it in a different position, and the person helps me out. They lift it for me. There's yeah. no weight there. Where I have to like tell them like, okay, give me, give me your head. Yeah, like you know? relax. And, and relax. And I, and I ask them if they're conscious of that, and the, and the commonality is that the no. Yeah. They're not conscious mm. of, 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 of this tension in their body yeah. and, and needing to help out, you know, so... You know, for me, that that's another of like, oh, that that question of safety and being able to really relax and being able to, you know, yeah, basically yeah. just just be, just, just surrender, to surrender. So, with your group the other day, and you saw them interact, and you saw that fear come up just with nature. Did you see a transformation during the day? And was there any like takeaways at the end of the day? Like, did you feel like they had built more trust? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, it was a big difference towards the end. And how much of a difference do you think doing that in nature made? I know it's just your perspective. I think it would make a big difference. If, if you did the same activities inside, again, it just seems to be because of the artificial yeah. environment um, and the distraction. Yeah. For example, there's, there's no really good phone reception where we are. Yeah. So you didn't have that distraction, which, 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 which is a massive distraction these days you know just the desire of of wanting to look you know like it's 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 almost uncontrollable when, yeah. it, when it's there but when you're in an environment where it's like okay well there's no potential of even getting a message mm. if I did not, that feeling subsides and it goes away yeah allows your um, eyes to look at something else doesn't yeah. it like potentially the other person opposite you yeah yeah exactly yeah so I, I find that interesting as well too so yeah I think I think definitely and you know and it's and it's endless like there's no boundaries you know whereas whereas indoors you have uh, 
That's you really have set boundaries yeah. all the time, whereas yeah. on the outside, you know, it's just like... Yeah, I love that. End. I never thought of that before, yeah. Yeah, awesome. And I guess then my next question I'd, I'd love to know your answer to is, uh, do you think we're nature? Of course. Of course, why? Well... I love that, of course, like, Tegan, that's a ridiculous question. Yeah, yeah, it's a ridiculous <laughs> question. Um, there's, there's too many similarities... Can you name a couple that oh, are like alive for you? You know, like, the sev- that's where the 70-something percent of our body is made yeah. of water. Yeah. Like, you know, we're basically, you know, and, 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 how, and how we eat, digest, release, you know, it's the same kind of thing, you know. And every, I don't know, that's a really big one. I'm just kind of go with the whole gamut. It's really hard to put in one sentence. Yeah. Our, our, I, think, I think our bodies are directly... Mm. connected to to nature we have you always thought that yeah i've i've yes i think so that that and in some form of spirit you know like the energy okay of it which which also is 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 energy um, energy is in nature to keep it alive yeah you know the plants have energy in them it's when you eat them you receive that energy you yeah. know like so We just call it kilojoules or calories because we can't see it. You know, does does that make it any less real or less a part of what nature is? It's funny though because we can see it. Like I can see a sweet potato. You know, like it's like I can actually see it, and then I put it into my mouth, and it gives me gives me more vitality. It gives me more oomph to keep moving, to keep propelling my energy forward. Mm -hmm. So it's I just realized that like we can see it. It's just we don't see it in I don't know what we expect it to look like. What do you expect energy to look like? Mm. I don't know. Just a weird thought bubble. Yeah. So you do, you just absolutely, we are. How do you then, what do you then feel for people who are like, no, I don't think we're nature? I don't know if I've met. Really? I don't know. Have you met someone like that? Um, It's a really interesting question. I guess I see people that are quite afraid of nature and it is that thing of like this fear like, oh, it's, it's it versus me, like, it right. has bugs and it has, right. like, this... Almost like it has an intention that won't... that I can't trust and it has an mm. intention or a goal that actually is um, directly adverse to mine. I just want to feel safe, but I'm pretty sure nature doesn't want me to feel safe. Mm. Like, I can't go out in there. Like, it's like going out into nature as mm. opposed to just, like, I am nature, you are nature, that tree is nature. Mm. Yeah, which I found, it's okay. like that level of separation, I right. guess. Yeah, so I'm really not looking at it as part of us. Yeah, and then I guess I've also noticed we're that... we're part of it. Yeah, that yeah. those people are often, I've identified, are very separate from themselves. Like, there's a lot of things that they're not identified with within themselves. Mm. Yeah, so I probably noticed the pattern in that way. Mm. Yeah. Oh, well, that's lovely, I think, yeah. I love it when people are like, of course. Yeah. that's what I think too. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. That's awesome. right. Well, thank you so much. It's all good. Um, I don't know if you'll hear it on the podcast, but the rain just got intense. It was really amazing, amazing. to just hear it coming off the gutters. I feel like it's such like a cliche Australian, like all the water in the gutters flowing off everywhere. And yeah, so it's been really lovely. I take it as a kudos for this podcast that we're on the right path. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> um, and I just want to thank you for sharing all that stuff. And I think that so many people would resonate with... Um, yeah, with what you were saying and also that feeling of wanting to feel at home and then, yeah, seeing those changes in nature and, yeah, and also then society, how sometimes different society seems to be to nature and the kind of frustration or conflict I think that, mm. that can provide internally. Mm. Yeah. Um, 
So thank you. It's all a circle. <laughs> We're all connected. Um, and thank you for listening. Uh, if you'd like to kind of join us more, I'm trying to do a podcast now every week. So I think I'm going to put them out on Monday as well. So Monday every week, you can stay in tune to listen to more diverse stories, which is awesome. And you can always follow us on Instagram or Facebook. Just have a look up a journey outdoors in nature. And until next time, go well. <laughs>